Welcome to the Marie Manucherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live here in almost sunny Seattle. I'm not kidding this time. Don't you agree, Eric? Because I'm always saying how beautiful it is in Seattle, and it's usually overcast or it, raining. It is beautiful here, but, <laughs> yeah. uh, but almost sunny. Uh, it really is Mostly almost sunny. cloudy. <laughs> no way, I'm telling you. There, are, It's a fair amount. Look at the hawk up there. He is totally enjoying, or she, I'm not sure, of the gender of the beautiful bird swarming you know, near the studio. We're so lucky. We have gorgeous windows here at we the do. Yeah, KKNW. We've got a great view. Oh, my gosh. It's amazing. Uh, I want to thank our listeners again. You know, we have have amazing listeners. Not only are they smart, they're insightful, they're very kind. Handsome. Handsome. They smell good. <laughs> they smell good. Okay, your intuition is definitely kicking in. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. So I just want to thank all of our listeners again, because we get listeners from around the country and sometimes across the, the pond, which is always nice. We've had people from Spain, Scotland, New Zealand, Australia, and we even have someone already on hold from Canada. So we get people internationally and nationally that call into the show, and we're just so grateful. Thank you so much for having this advanced, well-meaning, evolved audience that keeps us on our toes. We're just so grateful for you. Thank you. And today we have a guest because, as you know, Thursdays is the day that I interview people. On Tuesdays, it's just me, Boot Camp for the Soul, and how to make your soul soar. So I appreciate that day. But today we have Marcy Shimoth, who is the author of Love for No Reason, Seven Steps to Creating a Life of Unconditional Love. I'm getting very excited to talk to her some more. Um, Marcy is a celebrated transformational leader and a number one New York Times best selling author. In addition to authorizing the worldwide bestseller, Happy for No Reason, she is the co-author of six of the top-selling titles in the Chicken Soup for the Soul series and a feature teacher in the international movie and book sensation, The Secret. President and co-founder of the Esteem Group, Marcy delivers keynote addresses and seminars to corporations, women's associations, and professional and nonprofit organizations. Over the past 28 years, Marcy has inspired millions of people around the world, sharing her breakthrough methods for personal fulfillment and professional success. Welcome, Marcy, to the show. Mm, thank you. I'm so happy to be with you. Really oh, looking forward to this. Thank you. Thank you. We're so glad to have you. It's a pleasure to have people who are so busy like you are to take time out of your busy day and come on the show. Delighted to get to talk about what better subject to talk about than love. I know. I know. And I, I love how it was actually quite funny when I was reading part of the book and you talk about how it's, it's the one thing, it's like the last frontier you said, love, right? Is love that- is the ultimate frontier. Yeah. You know, I had, I'd written Happy for No Reason, and I, in, when I wrote Happy for No Reason, which was about how to experience a state of unconditional happiness, I interviewed 100 people who were living that way, and I started practicing what they did, and, I, and it worked, and I became happier. <laughs> and uh, so when, love, when Happy for No Reason came out, I did some soul-searching, and I said, okay, what do I want more than happiness? And there was only one answer. And the answer was love. You wow. know, it's the only thing that, that trumps happiness. And so I said, great, I want to find out 
not how I can fall in love, because I've certainly fallen in love before in my life, but then, then you fall out of love. And I want to know how to live in love. Mm. So I went and I interviewed 150 love luminaries, people who are living in this expanded state of love. And I found out some great news. I found out that they didn't get there by luck. They got there <laughs> by life choices and by doing specific things that you and I and everyone listening can do to live more and more in this state of unconditional love. Oh, I've, I think that's amazing, and I can't wait to hear some of your techniques. I know in some of my previous relationships, I've had to learn to love them, you know, even if I was mad or frustrated or disappointed or whatever, just so that I can be at peace in my heart and enjoy my life, which is, I think, what you're talking about, love for no reason. You know, that... It is, and in fact, I'll take it a step further. Let me define what I mean by love for no reason. It means an inner state of love that doesn't depend on a person, a situation, or a romantic partner. So it's, it's even beyond relationships. It's, yes, it's about experiencing unconditional love in your relationships, but it's really about in, experiencing unconditional love for yourself and for life. You know, Byron Katie, who's one of the, I love her. She's a great mm-hmm. teacher who I, I interviewed. She's one of my mm-hmm. love luminaries. Aww. And she has a phrase called loving what is. And, and what this, what I'm talking about is actually experiencing right. the state of love inside that is our essence. And in that, everything else outside changes. You know, love is the one thing that changes everything. Mm -hmm. And so one of the main things I found when I interviewed my love luminaries is that they all said, love is our essential state. It's who we are. And so what this is about is about removing the blocks that we have to experiencing that essence of ourselves as love. And, and you also wrote in the book that um, you think we're handicapped in the love department. You know, we have a hard time giving and receiving. We are handicapped in the love department because I think we've been trained improperly. We've been trained to think of love as a stream of energy that goes between two people. And so when we think of it that way, we become love beggars. Mm. We walk around, and this is very unconscious, but we walk around with, our, with these little cups going up to different people. Here, let's fill up my cup with love so that I can feel this great experience of love. And unfortunately, we have holes in those cups, and so the love comes in, the love goes out. When what we're missing is that we are the ocean of love. We don't need any, any relationship or anything to fill us up. When we experience ourselves as the ocean of love, then we become, instead of love beggars, we become love philanthropists. Oh, I just love that. That's we just gorgeous. Overflow. And, you know, there are people, we, we probably all know somebody, hopefully we all know somebody who is like that. It's mm-hmm. just wonderful to be around them because they are overflowing in love. Or, you know, you think of somebody like the Dalai Lama. Right. And that's what is the, the capacity that we all have. And do you think that's when we connect to our higher self? I think it's when we remove the blocks to experiencing that innate sense of love that really is our higher self. Mm. So, yes, in, in, in one sense, I would say absolutely. It's because it's who we are. You know, the reason we feel so great when we fall in love mm-hmm. is that it is connected us to that higher self. It's oh. connected us to the truth of who we are. Right. And when that happens, you know, to not make this sound, I, I want to really ground this because it can sound very idealistic or very Mm airy-fairy. This is based in science. And I've got lots of scientific uh, references backing up what I'm saying. 
what we're doing is we're creating this, the love response in our body that has its own brain activity. It has its own um, heart rhythms. It go, we go into heart rhythm coherence. It has its own biochemistry where there's more oxytocin and endorphins and serotonin. So we're really talking about something that is really in the body as well and about habituating that love response all the time. I love that. And you write in here, the heart is the portal to love. And when I look at the chakra system, I agree uh, completely. The first chakra to me, which is right in the center of the chest, not exactly the heart, a muscle. And it's like the portal or the mid heavens to universal love and that capacity to be neutral and not reactive to the circumstances that happen in our lives. And, you know, I'm so, it's so exciting to be talking to you because people who uh, can see energy really uh, can understand um, what I'm talking about in Love for No Reason from, from such an expanded level because what I found is that, you know, I, I interviewed these love luminaries and I, I, I started noting what are the similarities amongst all of them. And there were seven main, I call them doorways, into experiencing greater love. And they happen to correlate exactly with the center, seven chakras or energy centers. Oh, my gosh. And so the doorways in are the doorway of safety, which is feeling present in the here and now, which is the first chakra. The doorway of vitality, feeling alive and vital and being able to feel your feelings, which is the second chakra. The doorway of unconditional self-love, being empowered in love for yourself. The doorway of openness, which is the heart chakra, which is about giving and receiving love. The doorway of communication, which is about being able to listen and speak with compassion. Then there's the doorway of vision, which is about seeing with the eyes of love and and what are the techniques and tools that you can change your old belief system so that you actually perceive through loving eyes. And then finally, there's the crown, which is the doorway of oneness, feeling connected Mm. to the wholeness in life. And, And People who can see energy, just as you can, and I don't see it, but um, I, but I instinctively, intuitively know this, sense this to be true, that it's the heart center that is the, the doorway between the lower three chakras, yeah. the marriage of the, of the mother energy of the lower three chakras, and the upper three chakras, which is sort of the masculine energy, and they marry in the heart. And when people have all of that functioning and, and, and the heart fully open, they are living in love for no reason. Oh, that is just gorgeous. I love how you related that to the chakras. That's perfect. It's, you know, it's, and, and shall we maybe even just give a little bit of an experience? Yeah, could of, you? That'd be okay. great. I'll, I'll give a simple experience now. That'd be great. This comes from a group called the Institute of Heart Math. Mm-hmm. And they are the world's leaders on love and the heart and how it affects our life and our well-being and and even maybe towards the end, I can talk about uh, something called the Global Coherence Project that they've got going that's sending love right now to Japan. And oh, it's really an lovely. A beautiful project. But lovely. anyway, they have found that when we are in stress, when we're in the stress response, our heart goes into heart rhythm incoherence. Our, our heart rhythms are very chaotic. Mm-hmm. But when we're feeling love, and care, we go into heart rhythm coherence. And they even have a system, a computer program to help you train yourself to be in heart rhythm coherence. And I I highly recommend it. It's called the M-Wave. It's a computer program. Um, But anyway, there is a simple practice that you can do, and it'll take us less than two minutes to do this. It's called the inner ease technique. And it starts, uh, starts putting you into heart rhythm coherence. 
And if you're driving, you don't want to do this while you're driving, but Thank it's simple you enough for that you can remember that. it <laughs> and do you. it when you get there. For the rest of us, you can do it with eyes open or closed, but I tend to like it with eyes closed. I think it goes a little bit deeper. So the first step is to put your hand over your heart center. Just put your palm of your hand over the center of your chest. And that simple act starts the release of a hormone called oxytocin. And oxytocin is known as the love hormone because it's what we experience when we feel bonded or connected with each other. It's what mothers experience when they give birth or when they're breastfeeding. It's what uh, oxytocin is released when we're making love. But we can feel, start the release of oxytocin ourselves just by putting our hands over our heart. Then the second step is to imagine that your breath is coming in and out through your heart. Mm. So you're inhaling and exhaling through the center of your heart. And you can either picture this or you can feel this. Just imagine either picturing or feeling that your breath is coming in and out through the center of your heart. And now finally, the third step is on each inhale, imagine that you're breathing in love, that you're breathing in through the center of your heart, you're breathing in care, you're breathing in ease and compassion. On the exhale, you can just exhale normally. But on the inhale, breathe in through the center of your chest, Breathe in love, inhale ease and care and compassion. And again, just exhale normally, and on each inhale, breathe in care and ease and love. That's and one, beautiful. One more inhale, breathing those in, and then open up your eyes and take your palm away. And that was about a minute and a half. Tell me, um, what did you feel? Did you feel anything different? Well, I, I, I actually was doing many things while you were giving your wonderful meditation, but I could feel everything, even though I didn't actually completely follow, which I apologize for. But I was looking at many things here in the studio. That's okay. I know I know that it's, <laughs> yeah, it's a little busy for responsibilities me. As well. Yeah, but it's, I totally felt it. I absolutely completely felt it. So my mind was in my heart, and, not necessarily my hand. Yes. And so here's what I want to suggest. Doing it one time, a lot of people who, if you did that, chances are you felt maybe more Oh, they felt it. Yeah, I can tell. Some of you may have felt a little more, uh, maybe warmth in your heart area, or even a flow of uh, of liquids, kind of a feeling in your heart area. Doing it once is nice, but it doesn't do much. What I recommend is that you do this three or four times a day for the next two weeks, and what you'll find is that you start to habituate the love response. So I've done this. I've been on about 100 interviews in the last couple months with Love for No Reason, and I do this on every interview, and I notice now that all I have to do is put my hand up to my uh, heart area, and immediately it starts the flow of the love response. It starts the flow of energy, and I actually have warmth that comes over my whole body just by doing that. It's gorgeous. And so that's just a simple step, and don't dismiss it by thinking, oh, that's too simple, that can't work. What what puts people in the love response, doing these simple practices, that, and I'll share a couple more with you during our call, um, doing them just regularly in a few minutes a day, but every day will make a difference. Beautiful. We're going to take a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show, and we'll be right back with Marcy Shimoff.
Get to know your spirit guides at Marie's March 26th Saturday Workshop. Marie, along with her guides and yours, will help you to feel more confident in your connection. Your guides are with you at all times and are ready to steer you in the right direction. This interactive day-long workshop will help you unravel the mystery of your guides. You'll learn techniques to better understand their existence in your life and to communicate with them. Come join Marie at the Redmond Town Center Marriott on Saturday, March 26th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Call 425-825-5671 to register. That's 425-825-5671. The Gary Mance Show, it's the home of mastery and mystery. Manson Mitchell welcomes the transformational superstar from the movie What the Bleep, Dr. Joe Dispenza, at 10 a.m. Saturday. Heidi Harrison follows at 11 a.m. to discuss the psychic connection of twins and their special relationship. Then Joe Rombolo, the Sage of St. Louis, is back with ideas on how to achieve a spring cleaning for your soul. That's Manson Mitchell in the morning, Saturday at 10, followed by The Gary Mance Show at 11 a.m. Pacific. Outside the box, outside the norm, inside your radio. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live here with Marcy Shymoff. I was incorrectly pronouncing your name. I'm so sorry, Marcy. Okay. Yeah, and thanks for correcting me. I so appreciate it. And I know our audience is thrilled with that exercise. And you're right, it's so simple that if you were driving, you'd be able to do it where, whenever you stop. And, of course, all of our shows are archived. And um, we have podcasting as well on the website, energyintuitive.com. So this one will be up on Monday. And, of course, you can also listen to repeats of our show on Spiritual Journeys Radio Network at between 9 and 11 Central Time um, following Michael Beckwith's show. So that's very exciting, too, people on the East Coast. If you want to listen to radio commercials and music in between, you get to listen to it then. So we have callers. So who do we have, Eric? We do have some callers. Uh, first up on the line is Charles calling from Toronto. Hi, Charles. How are in you? Ontario. Ontario. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. How's Canada these days? Actually, it's very warm here today. Oh, okay, that's it. We're nope. getting in the car. <laughs> no snow and about 60 of your degrees. Oh, wow. That's beautiful. That's yeah, beautiful. Great. So I, I see that you want a general reading, but also do you have a question for Marcy since, you know, you don't get to talk well, to her every day? I, 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 just out of coincidence, which I know there aren't any, but I just right. finished reading Marcy's book, Happy for No Reason. Oh, last wow. So, wow. So, uh, so I hadn't, uh, no, I wasn't aware Marcy was on, so I'm not really loaded for a question. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Well, great, then you, but you're primed for love for no reason then. Since you, I, you, I you, am you, at that. You, I am at that. No, great. Was, That's wonderful. You know, I, I, I'm curious, though, too, as, as well, Charles, what was your favorite thing? You know, because one of the great things about reading books that people, you know, give wonderful advice. And Marcy says that she learned these techniques herself and felt happier in her life. What was your favorite technique of that book? Happy, is it? Well, actually, there was two. Uh-huh. One, which I immediately clicked on while I was reading, and, and it was that being happy is a choice you got to make. Mm-hmm. And so I and I knew that, but I really wasn't doing it. So I... Uh, I'm, I'm really making a choice to be happy as much as possible all the time, and it's it's working. <laughs> great, which is great. And the other point, uh, the piece is, was one part of the book. It uh, talked about the serotonin serotonin levels, and mm. it pointed me towards another book by Julia Ross called The Mood Cure. So I just yes. purchased it, and 
I just actually yesterday and today purchased all the supplements that I need to give those uh, brain uh, chemicals a little boost. So. Wow. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, I'm so glad. I think you'll start noticing a real, a, a real a difference right away. You know, Marcy, that must make you... I certainly hope to. I uh, started most of the regime uh, today, and uh, we'll see what happens. (laughs) Great. Marcy, that that must make you really happy, you know, to know that, you know, someone's reading a book. One that you wrote a little while ago, it did make the New York Times bestsellers list, which is very exciting, and that it has led him to finding even more things to make his life better. I mean, that just must feel great. Well, you know, it it does, and that's why I'm really, like you are, um, so interested in, in giving people practical things that they can do right away to make changes. So, Lovely. you know, it's nice to have theory about things, but I where the rubber meets the road is in the, is in the practical. <laughs> I agree. So, Charles, I'll, you want a general reading, is that correct? Uh, that's yes, what you please. wanted? Yeah, so I've already scanned your energy, and you actually do have a leak in the back of your fourth chakra, which is really interesting because we were talking briefly about giving and receiving, which happens, I agree, in the, in the heart chakra. And the back portion of the fourth chakra is the highest receptivity center in the physical body. So energy should be moved large, vast amounts of abundance, actually, love, health, wealth, and joy should be moving into the back of the fourth chakra in between the shoulder blades. And you're highly empathic. You can feel people. You're very sensitive. You're incredibly compassionate. So your heart chakra is bigger than um, than some other people, let's say. Empaths just have larger heart chakras. So not only are you not receiving from what I can see, but you're releasing part of your life force, which can lead to fatigue. Um, you could be easily drained um, because you're already leaking. You're not maintaining it. So um, just like placing the hand on the heart chakra as Marcy took us all through that lovely guided experience, you can tap right at the front part of the sternum gently with more than one finger because that'll activate the thymus gland, which activates your immune system. And then my favorite exercise is that you visualize something moving into the back of your heart chakra. When anyone compliments you or says, thank you, have a nice day, so when you go get a soy chai latte or whatever you pick up at your local um, coffee place. Maybe you visualize a flock of eagles, you know, like hundreds or thousands of eagles. You want it to be something in large quantity, something that you enjoy, because what you're taking in is energy, and everything in the universe is made out of energy. So you just want to visualize okay. or feel. Okay. And and I would, I would use this exercise for the rest of your life because of the large size capacity of your heart chakra. I'm sure you'll come up with newer techniques or you'll come up with your own idea, you know, eventually, but we want to retrain this vortex so it doesn't weaken the structures that governs like your heart and your lungs and tissues and all that. Okay. Thank you. You're a great caller. Thanks a lot. That's great. And Marie, can I ask you a question about your answer? Sure. It, what I've seen is that, that most people have a hard time receiving. Yeah. And is that then what you just gave him something that would be great for everybody to do? Absolutely. You bet. I love it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Charles, were you going to say something? One, one more thing? Yeah, sure. Uh, are my guides saying anything to me? Oh, they just keep telling you how beautiful you are, kind, compassionate, and they're asking you to be nice to yourself. So that tells me right away that you're self-critical. I, yeah, I tend to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So listen to them and be kind to yourself. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Have a great, great day. Thanks very much. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So, Eric, who do we have now on the line? Well, next we're going to Tony calling all the way from Twin Cities, Minnesota, I think. Wow. Hi, Tony. How are you? Hey, good afternoon, ladies. Hi. Hi. 
Um, let's see. Uh, currently, well, I'm getting out of I'm getting a divorce. Not I should say I'm, I'm past that. Um, <laughs> and I needed to know, you know, uh, I've just got turned uh, on. I don't know if that's the right phrase to the energy medicine. And uh, gosh, it's it's wonderful. It's beautiful. And uh, want to know what's out there left for me to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, go, go ahead, Marcy. Yeah. Well, um, I, you know, there's an interesting saying amongst authors, uh, watch out what you're writing about because you're sure going to get tested in it. <laughs> and, um, I didn't know that one, and I just finished my book. I'm going to have to look at that. Yeah, okay. watch out because, you know, yeah. it, you're going to get the test so that you can really speak from experience oh, about it. okay, yeah. And no sooner had I signed the contract for Love for No Reason than I, uh, my <laughs> husband and I decided to get divorced. <laughs> and I don't mean to laugh, by the way. No, I, no, no. Yeah. Actually, it, it was a wonderful thing, but I can very much relate. Is it Frank? Oh, Tony, who's on the line. Yeah. I, can, I can very much relate to, to your experience. There's a saying that love brings up everything unlike itself to be healed. Hmm. And um, in, in my case, the divorce was actually uh, a very loving divorce. I mean, we, we were best friends. We just... N- felt that we want the best for each other and we felt that we weren't the best for each other so um we but still it's a hard thing and and mm-hmm. and i started practicing many of these things that i that i learned and one of the ones that i think uh, is a, a great probably one of the most powerful ways to shift our energy and um it specifically is helpful when you're going through or after a divorce is forgiveness um we most people have something or somebody or some situation or themselves mm-hmm. with whom they hold they hold some lack of forgiveness some resentment a grudge just some energy that's not completely clean and you cannot live with an open heart when you're when you are holding any kind of forg- uh, lack of forgiveness or resentment mm-hmm. so there's a technique that i love for this quite simple it's called ho'oponopono and the good news is that it's easier to say, it's easier to do than it is to say. You don't have to say ho'oponopono, but you just have to do the technique. And if you've got a pen and paper, I want you to write down these four I do. I, I'm, yes, I'm ready. Yeah, okay, I'm ready. It's, it's based on a kahuna Hawaiian uh, practice, which uh, the kahunas are the shamans of Hawaii. And it's, uh, um, so these four phrases are, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you. I love you, and I'll repeat that. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And now you don't even say those to the person. You feel those. You send that wish internally in your heart towards the person or situation with whom you have the problem. Mm -hmm. Even if you think they were the wrongdoers, doesn't matter. You shift your energy, it shifts the whole situation. And I'll just share with you how, uh, how profound this can be. I, I, about a year, and a, no, two years ago now, I, um, I, my sister and I got in an argument, and we weren't talking to each other. And this had never happened before, and uh, it was very uncomfortable. We didn't talk for a couple of months. And one day we all, my whole family gathered to move my mother from her home of 58 years to assisted living, to a new apartment. And I I walked in that morning. My whole family was there. I greeted everyone except my sister. We didn't even look at each other. We avoided each other the entire morning. Mm -hmm. And after about three hours of this, I was so uncomfortable that I decided to go to my car to take a break. And on my way to the car, I remembered Ho'oponopono. And so I sat in the car for 10 minutes, and I just 
did that prayer, which is sending that message towards her. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And after about 10 minutes, my heart just melted. I realized she wasn't mad at me for what had happened a couple months earlier, but there was a lifetime of stuff. And I just felt so shifted. And I went back into the apartment. I didn't say anything to anybody. But about three minutes later, out of the blue, she came over to me and took me by the hand and said, come on, let's go unpack mom's closet together. And that was the beginning of an entire shift in our relationship. And I tell you, I'm so happy that we did that because nine months later, my um, my sister and I found ourselves standing in that same closet of my mother's, this time packing up those clothes because she had just passed Aww. away. That's a beautiful story. So you're recommending this for Tony since he's just mm-hmm. recently divorced. Tony, I'm recommending it for you because you're you. No matter how much you think you are through this relationship or through this situation, there's always some residue mm-hmm. within mm-hmm. a divorce. Mm-hmm. And so I would spend five minutes a day for the next couple weeks doing that towards your ex-wife and just internally and just see what shifts in your life. And for everybody else who's listening, there's somebody or something that you feel this towards. Now, Tony, the other thing that you may want to do this towards is yourself, mm-hmm. because chances are good that in the yeah. process of this, you've also had some kind of judgments or criticisms on yourself. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. why did this marriage Absolutely. not work or whatever it is? So do a little bit towards your wife, ex-wife, and towards yourself as well. Wonderful. Thank you so much. And thank you so I'm, much, Tony. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And I love you. You, you got, got it. <laughs> thank you. And let us know how it goes. <laughs> Absolutely. Have, okay. a, have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. you know, before we go to our next caller, one of the things I do, I've been divorced for a decade, and it was a difficult divorce. And, you know, I still think of my ex-husband as one of my best teachers. He still teaches me today. And what I do when I'm frustrated or disappointed is I remember the moments of our life that were the most fun. Mm. And when our kids were little... You know, we just had so much fun together and it just opens up my heart and I send him love. And then he's really, you know, we're really nice to each other the next time we see each other. Mm. And it just then when we get together for a child's birthday, which, you know, Friday tomorrow, our um, youngest daughter turns 21. And we're just, you know, so excited that we could all get to be together at dinner. And I think it's because I can open my heart and love the things that we have we love together and i'm just really grateful for it it makes me really happy beautiful yeah so eric who else do we have on the line well now we're a little closer to home we've got christine on the line from kirkland hi christine how are you i'm good thank you um i'm calling today because um i am moving next week from here to san diego Mm -hmm. and it's um an unexpected sudden almost a cosmic carpet ride where a job opportunity came up. I decided to take it, and suddenly I'm moving, and I was moving without even a place to move into and just trying to um, just trust, but panicking, and but just trying to trust. Mm-hmm. But all that to say, um, I just wanted some insight before I leave. You know, you're going to be moving closer to Marcy. <laughs> so do you have any words of wisdom for her regarding, you know, this, you know, it's kind of a scary time when you just pack up everything and you move to someplace where maybe you don't have family, you don't even have an apartment. Do you have some words of wisdom for her? Well, you know, I mean, uh, <laughs> faith and love. <laughs> Those are the, the two words of wisdom I would give is, is, 
you know, what a great opportunity for a new yeah. energy, for a new beginning, um, for for uh, being open to creating, uh, to drawing in more magic and miracles in your life. But the other thing I would say is that um, moving places doesn't always you know, we we take us with us wherever we go. <laughs> Good so point. I would say, along with your new move, to maybe just just for fun, as just as an experiment, pick some kind of a new technique or tool or practice that you want to bring with you that can help you stay in the energy of love or stay in the energy of an open heart, because that's what really will create any change in 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 in, in your environment. I, you know, Marcy, I think you're absolutely correct, and you're doing an intuitive reading, in my opinion. Because, Christine, while I'm looking at your energy, and this is a leap of faith for you, by the way. This isn't something you would typically do, but the offer must no. have been really good. <laughs> and uh, you tend to guard yourself energetically. And so it's not always easy, you know, to formulate new relationships or let people in. Are you a native of um, this? Seattle. This, yeah. yeah, my family's here. Um, yeah. This job opportunity just happened, and um, but then interest and I was there a couple of times. Couldn't find a place to rent. Found mm-hmm. out that there were some challenges on my credit that I had no idea were mm-hmm. there. That I'm trying mm-hmm. to. There have been obstacles in the middle of joy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But last night um, at nine thirty, I got a call from the owner of a house that I'd looked at that was a rental. And where I'm going, it's just crazy. They had an open house, and there was like 30 people that are going, we'll take it. And I didn't get the property, but I got a call last night saying, are you still interested in my house? Wow. The other deal fell through. Wow. Okay. So obviously things are happening magically. So trusting, I mean, really, you know, this is a great idea for you because things are happening magically. And what I'd love for you to do is work on putting your guard down when you're in California. Because I'm a native of the Northwest, too, and I love it here, and I love Northwesterners. (laughs) But, you know, we're surrounded by trees, less than when you and I were children, perhaps, and I don't know exactly how old you are. But um, I'm a little older than you are, not oh, much. Below. Okay, maybe, maybe I don't know. You feel younger, and so it, we we tend to isolate. You know, we're friendly, we smile, but we're not super super outgoing. You know, we're like we're, we don't say to our neighbors, "Hey, come on over, everybody, for dinner." No, you know, we don't. <laughs> we don't. But we kind of give the impression that we do because we smile so much and we're polite. Um, and so, let down your guards. Tell yourself that you're safe. That you can let people into your heart and into okay. your life. And uh, yeah, and do that heart exercise, which I liked very much with the hand. Perfect. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, the reason why I was so excited about this house that came about is because I just energetically it just felt so good when I was there. And isn't that what trust is, Marcy? It's like that feeling. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds great. Well, we're very happy for you. We're all sending you great energy to your new life in the warm state of California. Thank you very much, and thank you for the words of wisdom, because I will take them in my heart with me. <laughs> great. Have a great. wonderful day. Thank you. And Bye-bye. welcome to California. <laughs> Ooh, okay. As a Californian, I can welcome you. All right. Thank you. Come over for a margarita. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Who do we have next, Eric? We're going to pop up north a little bit further and talk to Beverly and Everett. Hey, Beverly. How are you? Hi. I'm great. Thanks. Good. And what can we do for you today? Okay. Well, um, I'm glad we're talking about the heart a lot, and I love that exercise. And with that 
just a side thing. Would that um, exercise uh, with your hand over your um, heart chakra, I think that might be cool to do with Ho'oponopono, too. I'm sorry, it might be what? It might be good to do with Ho'oponopono. Yeah, you can combine them. What a great idea. Yeah. yeah. Love but, it. But anyway, um, I'm calling because I have these um, heart palpitations, and they, they kind of scare me, and they're really, you know, you can feel it. Other mm-hmm. people can feel it when I'm like, feel my heart. Can you feel it? And they're like, yeah, <laughs> what's going on? And then I have like this um, sometimes some kind of a tightness between my neck and my torso. Hmm. You know, that whole area it just mm-hmm. gets tight, and it feels like it's, I don't know. It's, it's just a weird feeling, and I've been to the doctor oh, and good. Been checked out. That makes me happy. So, Thank you. Yep, physically I'm fine, mm-hmm. but I just don't know what's causing all this heart stuff. Do you want to say something, Marcy, or do you want me to go first? No, you like? I, you're, this is your field. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm, I, the heart is mine, but in yeah. terms of being able to see what's really going on, I, I'm not able to see that. Okay, and then we'll let you do your lovely, magic, beautiful stuff. So I'm so glad because I was going to say, I think you're fine, because I really do think you're fine. But I, I'm always a proponent of let's go to the doctor, get a checkup, at least your natural path yep. or whatever. And I'm so glad you did. Thank you, because mm-hmm. that makes me feel comfortable, you know, that you are getting all the care that you need. Yeah, you're. I think you're opening up your heart chakra, and I think it scares the hell out of you, quite frankly. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I do. And what people don't understand is when energy shifts, it does affect the physical body because you've got sternum muscles, breast tissue, of course, lungs and your heart muscle. And then you've got the thymus gland, the thyroid gland, which is close to the throat chakra. When people are opening up their heart, they speak more of their truth. They speak more loving words. And it can be a shock to the system, quite frankly. So I think that is what's going on. Do you have any um, words of wisdom for Beverly, Marcy? Well, it's interesting. I I actually had pain in my heart for many, many years. Um, and it was sometimes so severe, I thought, oh, my God, I'm having a heart attack. Wow. And I would go to doctors, and they couldn't find anything. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I started doing more of these heart practices, and it completely has shifted. I'd say mm-hmm. the pain is down, it's maybe 5% of what it used to be. Uh, it's, it's almost all gone. And it was through doing these practices for the heart that really shifted it all. Ugh. That's yeah, perfect. That, Thank yeah, you. Yeah, and that lasted, by the way. I had that pain for 20 years. Oh, my gosh. And so wow. it's, you know, doing this stuff that we talk about, and then I, the, some of the uh, tools that I, I have 14 techniques in love for no reason. <sighs> and doing those can really help open up the heart and shift any things like, uh, you know, especially if, if uh, you know, again, I'm really glad you went to the doctor. Um, but, you know, if, if it's something that's, that uh, the doctors say you're fine, then, then I think these practices can help. Oh, my gosh. I think, Beverly, you need to run out and get this book. I think I do, too. <laughs> yeah. I just wrote it all down. Thank Great. you so much for calling in. Have a you're wonderful welcome. day, Beverly. Thanks. You, too. And so, Marcy, how can people get a hold of you? How can they reach you? Well, um, on, the website is called thelovebook.com. It's just www.thelovebook.com. And on there, I've got 12 free bonus gifts that you can get, including a full um, workbook of all of these tools and techniques that I talk about. And a, a great, um, uh, I walk you through, there's also a uh, audio tape of, of me walking you through with Nick Ortner, who's a master trainer in emotional freedom technique, also cool. known as tapping. He walks you through self-love and how to, how to, how to tap your way to self-love. And wow. it's really beautiful. So, 
But I, I, may I have one closing message? I know Please, we Please, have... I would love that. I would okay. love that. You know, people are always asking me, is it selfish to want to experience more love? And I say it's the least selfish thing that you can do, that it is the way that we can best impact the world. And I mean truly the world. Right now there's people um, at, at the Global Coherence Initiative where they're, they're focusing, people are gathering to focus love at the same period of time on Japan right now, to send our love to Japan. And our hearts really are powerful. They, they, I, so I, I just want to close with a little Chinese proverb that sums up why I am so passionate about each of us experiencing more open-hearted love. It goes like this. It says, if there is light in the soul, there will be beauty in the person. Hmm. If there is beauty in the person, there will be harmony in the house. If there is harmony in the house, there will be order in the nation. And if there is order in the nation, there will be peace in the world. And my prayer and my wish is that each of us experience that light in our own souls, that love in our own hearts. And through that, we help create more peace here on this planet of ours. That's gorgeous. Thank you so much to all of our listeners. Marcy only gave it, only had 45 minutes for us, so she's going to be going off the air. I'm going to be here still talking. I'll continue the conversation of love. Thank you so much, Marcy. It was just a pleasure to have you on the air. It was great to be with you, and I, I invite you all to join in on the love train that we've got. <laughs> Thank you so okay. much. Have a wonderful day in California. Thank you. Bye-bye. And, bye-bye. And we'll be right back more with the Marie Manu Cherry Show in Seattle. And we've got a couple lines open. If you want to call in, you can at 425-373-5527 or toll-free 877-825-8828. That's 877-825-8828. The Healing from Within, supporting a Healthy Brain DVD, is now available for purchase. Marie and Dr. Sheila Dunn-Merritt's third DVD covers the human brain in its entirety. They describe the brain as being a universe filled with multi-sensory abilities. Learn why neurotransmitters and serotonin levels can affect your mood. Gain knowledge about what vitamins and minerals are imperative to healthy aging. Exercises and meditations are included. If you haven't picked up your copy of the first two DVDs on detoxification or heart health, they're available online at www.energyintuitive.com or by calling 425-825-5671. There's an exciting new Astrology Hour, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. with Deborah Silverman. Deborah's unique blend of psychology and astrology turns planetary language into plain English. Join us for an interactive hour that's guaranteed to give you personal insights in a fun and entertaining way. Tune in to Deborah Silverman Live. Whatever your life question, marriage, job, family, relocation, or just curiosity, call for a live reading Tuesdays at 5 p.m. and visit Deborah's website at DebraSilvermanAstrology.com. Are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there are a variety of ways to find out. Become Marie's friend on Facebook or follow her on Twitter. 
Sign up for Marie's free newsletter. Each quarter, she writes an in-depth article and responds to Dear Marie questions. Email Marie if you'd like your question to be answered in an upcoming edition. Also, be sure to check out Marie's website in January. The class schedule for 2011 will be posted along with a complete website makeover. For more information, visit Marie's website, energyintuitive.com, or call 425-825-5671. Ahead of the talk radio curve, naturally. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live here in Seattle, and we just said goodbye to Marcy Scheimoff. She is the author of Love for No Reason. So she's, I know you've got all of her information. We had some fun exercises, so I hope you enjoyed all of that. I wanted to give a big shout out to everybody on Facebook because at the beginning of the week, I announced the official title of my new book. I'm so excited. So the book is called Intuitive Medicine, Healing Through the Body's Energy Centers. And I think we had almost 90 people check the like button. Isn't that so exciting for the title? Yeah, that's awesome. Oh my awesome. gosh. And we had like 45 comments so far. And I just I just feel so blessed and grateful that there are so many people on Facebook that seem to be wonderful cheerleaders in my life. And I just want to thank you for all your kind comments and for liking the title of the book. And it's just a blessing to me. So again, I love, love, love Facebook. And I just want to remind you, a Spirit Guide class is coming up on March 26th. We've only got a few more spaces available for that workshop, an all-day long workshop on how to communicate and understand what your guides are telling you or showing you or whatever they're doing for you. And then if you um, haven't been on Facebook, then you may not know that my brand new website went live last night. It's the same um, address, energyintuitive.com or mariemanucherry.com. It's really fun. There's an interactive, I guess it's interactive. You can listen to my voice on my energy medicine page. Each month I'm going to talk about a particular chakra and uh, you'll be able to hear that. And the radio show page is beautiful. So you can um, learn more about Marcy from there. There's a great picture of her and links to her website and all kinds of fun stuff. So this has been a really great week, actually, um, for me and I hope for everyone else. And so why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines? All right. Let's talk to Lynn in Seattle. Hi, Lynn. How are you? Hi, Marie. Um, Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. What can I do for you? Well, my uh, dear friend passed uh, last week, Mm. and she was in hospice in her uh, final days. And while she was sick, and she was only... uh, battling a uh, major illness for only one year. I'm sorry. And uh, thank you. And during that time, there were harsh words. Mm. And I wonder if she, I forgave her, of course, but has she forgiven me (laughs) (laughs) where she's at? And I hope she's in peace and and joy. You know, she actually... You know, she was kind of, you know, I'm going to say a couple things. First of all, I knew the death was expected, which is always the better and way. Did, and I did know that. Yeah. And her family knew that. And yeah. she made peace with it. Yeah. And I'm grateful for her. And you're absolutely right. She did. I mean, by the time she was at hospice, she was t- so tired and so ready to go, which makes it so much easier to leave your body. Yes. Which is why I think that she was able to cross through the astroplane and move into the other side because your friend did have a little bit of a temper when she was in a body and and I don't mean just when she got sick but she had a little bit of a temper and sometimes strong-willed kind of frustrated semi-angry people um, who haven't learned to deal with their anger because it's a normal emotion but we have to find 
a healthy way to express it. For me, I just throw a temper tantrum. I go in my office, I lay down on the floor, and I kick and scream like I'm two. It works great. You know, I don't piss anyone off, and I let all that energy out. Um, But she hadn't really learned how to balance her anger. And so sometimes those people who tend to be more frustrated, they get stuck in the astral plane. But she didn't. Just a little, a little bit, you know, and no one's really, really stuck. The other side is always calling everyone over, over here, over here, you know. So she's completely on the other side. She has such enormous love for her. She said that despite some of the frustrating moments the two of you had, and and she says, despite the fact that I pushed most of your buttons and you regret some of the things you may have said to me, she said, I love you to pieces. And it's almost like it's Valentine's Day, even though obviously we're past that holiday. She has big, huge boxes of chocolates for you and roses upon roses upon roses. And then she says your absolute favorite. And she has this gorgeous bouquet of fresh cut purple lilacs. And uh, so she just loves you, loves you, loves you. Kisses. She gives you kisses. And she says, don't even think about it for a second. Don't even worry about it for a moment. She goes, none of those things matter. And I love you too, is what she says. Are lilacs your favorite, or do you like the smell, or what's the deal with that? Because she said these are your favorite or whatever. I do. Oh, my gosh. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good, good. Yeah, so she loves you. Don't worry about it at all. And that is your homework assignment because you tend to worry about things. I do. So remember, she says, don't think about it for a moment. I love you, too. And she means it. Okay, because I was just. Uh, I have a heavy heart, of course, but uh, <laughs> trying to move forward, as they say. Yeah, and just, you know, let yourself feel her loving you. You know, you guys have, have such a long history together that I think you're going to be able to, you know, have moments where you can feel her loving you, and that will just take everything away. Okay. Okay, best of luck, and thanks for calling in and asking your question. I really appreciate it. And thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, now let's talk to Janet in Seattle. Hi, Janet. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Good. <laughs> are you nervous? I'm sorry. So you must be a first-time caller. I am. Oh, I am. well, welcome to the show. What can I do for you? Um, well, I, I was just kind of... I'm really confused. Sure. Um, I have a couple of things going on. Um, my my mom just passed in September. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I She made that choice. It was... I was her caregiver for eight and a half years. She had wow. Alzheimer's. Wow. And, um, I know she made that choice, and, and I got to be with her. Well, that's wonderful. That's <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you were with her. Thank you for doing that. Oh, yeah. Well, she, she had a lot of patience with me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's looking like I may get in the same situation again with my sister. I know, but I'm not feeling so good about it. In, in other words... What I'd love for you to do, and we'll talk about this, but what I'd love for you to sit down and think about you. You know, you don't do that. You're not great at it. Even when I complimented you for being with your mom, you didn't even let, you, it's like you let the compliments circle around you like five feet away and then you completely dismissed it. So I, I you need to really learn how to decide if what you're about to do in life is something that you want to do. Not what everybody thinks that you should do, not what you think is the right thing. You know, years ago, and I don't know if you've heard this story, if you've heard the show before, but I had this, you know, clear as a bell feeling and words even from my guides that I should not cook anymore. Um, I was married to a Middle Eastern man, a very handsome, great cook, Middle Eastern man. And I did a fair amount of the cooking, like 80% of the cooking when when we were married, because I worked part-time, complicated 
food. And when we got divorced, I just realized how much I really don't like to cook. I mean, I really don't. And I'm not a great cook. He taught me well so I can make d- decent food. But, um, you know, I, I just don't like it. And it wasn't the right thing to do. I have three kids. They were teenagers at the time. But I can't tell you how much it helped my life. And ultimately, a couple of years later, we ate deli food from, you know, like PCC. And, you know, so they, my kids ate healthy food, but it was not home cooked. And um, a couple of years later, my ex-husband started to cook regular meals for our children. They are all in their 20s now, and he cooks three to four times a night, I mean, a week, for our kids. So they go over to his house, and, and of course, his food is amazing. I sometimes get leftovers. I'm so grateful. And uh, that's what needed to happen. That's the best action. So when you feel like you're being selfish or you're not doing the right thing, but you're doing what you really want deep in your heart, it benefits everyone tremendously. And this is a hard lesson for you. It's a very hard lesson. I'm sorry that your sister's having a hard time. I think whatever's going on with her is going to be long and drawn out. So I think that you don't want to do this. You need to have some time for yourself. Yeah, but she really has no place else to go. (laughs) Well, that may not be true. Just like my kids now eat at their dad's. I could have never (laughs) imagined that. Seriously. So here's your homework assignment. And you need to do this no matter what, even if you do say yes to your sister, which I hope you really, really, really <laughs> contemplate it. Your emotions for yourself, your amazing, perfect guidance system is in your lower pelvis. It's in your pelvic cavity. So you want to put your hand you know, below your belly button, move somehow inside to that part of your body and ask yourself, it's going to take a while before maybe you get some messages, how am I feeling? What do I want? Is this making me happy? And just about anything, like what you're about to eat or where you're about to go. You need to start creating um, a beautiful relationship with yourself about your emotions just for you. Okay? Okay. And, and if you get to that, and your, your energy shifted just for me telling you the <laughs> exercise, which I find fascinating. But if you, you know, learn this and you still get, yes, I want to take care of my sister, great. I don't think you will. But, and you still may do it anyway, because it's hard to change. I mean, it's, it's not hard to change. It just takes practice to be different. If you decide to take care for your sister, of course, we thank you for being so kind and good to your family. But if you change your mind sometime down the path, know that you're not locked into this situation, that, you know, there are creative ways things happen. You know, creation is a masterful manifester. So um, be true to yourself, please. Those are my recommendations. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Do you think we can take a call in a minute I think we can. I can get it done. Let's talk to Steve and Cedro Woolley really quickly. Hi, Steve. How are you? Pretty good, thanks. How are you doing? That was a great guest you had on today. Uh, I like her she... message. Me too. And she must track men because we had more men calling the show than we normally do. So that's oh. really good. I love it. What, okay. What can I do for you, Steve? Oh, how about a general reading? Yeah. Are you having any digestive problems? Mm, well, no, but in that area, my I hurt my lower back. Yeah. And that whole area has been very tense for mm-hmm. about uh six weeks now. Okay. And you're right. You're, I mean, of course, you know your lower back hurts, but you're right. There's a fair amount of stagnant energy in your lower spine, but I was in your intestinal tract first. So oh, okay. so how do you eat? You know, what's your diet like? Uh, I eat a healthy breakfast or lunch, uh-huh. uh, brunch, whatever, and then a very healthy dinner also. And then at night, I'll usually have like some chocolate chip cookies and chips and stuff. Okay. So here's what I'm going to recommend. I'd love for you to cut down the wheat. 
Okay. You know, because you're eating too much wheat, from what I can see, and I think yeah, it's, I eat a lot. Yes. Of wheat. And I think that's part of the back pain. I think that you're you're getting pressure in your spine. Also, you do work too hard. You need to work on using your legs more than your back for physical stuff, like moving things. Um, right. But I think if you can reduce your wheat, then you're going to have less pressure on your spine. And, and I mean, like, go for three weeks wheat-free if you can. And then very sparingly, there's, luckily there's wonderful food out on the market that's wheat and gluten-free, has more rice in it. So, you know, even Safeway carries food like that, bread and waffles and chips. Right. Okay? Okay, great. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you, everyone. I'll be back on Tuesday, Boot Camp for the Soul. Until then, joyful blessings. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.